So joining us live from Berlin is our Deutsche Welle, DW correspondent Chelsea Delaney. Great to have you on the show, Chelsea. Good morning. I can't believe that this is our last show together. We didn't have time to emotionally prepare. <laughs> nah, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be cool, man. I'm, I'm going to have to find enough money to hire you once I've left here um, <laughs> to, to work on our disruption monitor. So, no, absolutely. Listen, uh, it's, it's, always been, it's always been a pleasure chatting to you, and I've always enjoyed your insights. I know you're in news, and news people don't have insights, but you've given us insights, which I have enjoyed. Um, and, and today we are going to be obviously looking at Europe battling a third wave of infections, but there are signs that you've reached an inflection point. I mean, in Germany, the inflection rate, or the infection rate it should be, uh, or I misread that, Uh, in Germany, the infection rate has fallen to its lowest level in two weeks as the country remains in lockdown. Um, Has that third wave finally been broken? I think a lot of people are crossing their fingers here uh, that that could be the case. The numbers are clearly trending down. The infection rate, uh, as you mentioned, per 100,000 re- residents has fallen below or has fallen to just above 150. So there is hope that the peak has been reached here. But all the same, health officials are warning that it's it's really too early to read too much into this. The health minister, Jens Spahn, uh, said here yesterday that it's a good signal, but two to three days is not a trend. And so uh, looking at the number of, of cases we're seeing, they're still quite high, around 25,000 a day. Uh, and different federal states are, are saying that their hospitals are still pretty full. There's still a lot of pressure on the, on the healthcare system. Uh, so we are seeing what could be the beginning of, of this wave being broken. But really to have these conversations about whether we should start re- withdrawing uh, restrictions, these lockdown measures that have mm. been in place since November, uh, health officials are going to want to see more than you know a week of data they're want, they're going to want to see numbers not just stagnating but clearly trending lower and i don't think we're seeing that quite yet yeah i mean and, and then of, of course we we have the variant in india and we wonder how that's going to affect things moving forward early to tell well still too early to tell but meanwhile the vaccination campaign show clear signs of acceleration this is after that chaotic start that we spoke of chelsea i mean germany vaccinated one million people in a single day this week wow i hope it can keep up the momentum yeah i think we we all hope so as well and yeah. It was a a very difficult start to the vaccination campaign here in Europe. Uh, For the first three months, news was just filled with with all of these pretty negative critical stories about how there were a lot of shortages, there were vaccines going to waste, all of these bureaucratic problems. But we do seem to have turned a corner this week. On on Wednesday, Germany vaccinated 1% of its population. So that's about three times more than what we were seeing at the beginning of this month. Uh, And there seems to be really two factors behind this. One is that we are starting to see a lot more supply. That was one of the big problems at the beginning of this was that uh, Europe wasn't getting as many doses as they had expected, in part because because of AstraZeneca, which really fell behind on its deliveries. But we've seen Pfizer and and BioNTech uh, really step into the fold, and and they've drastically increased their uh, deliveries here in Europe. So that's really helping. But also Germany has broadened uh, uh, sort of the effort, and now they're allowing general practitioners to give shots as well. And actually, that's where we're seeing most of these shots being given. So about a third of the shots that were given on that 1 million uh, doses day were coming from general practitioners. So that sort of seemed... 
uh, to, to bring down some of the bureaucratic and, and logistical yeah. issues uh, for these vaccinations. But there's still, I have to say, a long way to go. Only about 25 percent of the population is has received a first vaccine so far. There's still a lot of older people, the above 70 crowd, above the 80 crowd. They're not fully vaccinated. So there's still a lot more that needs to be done before we can you know, talk about herd immunity and things like that. Well, you can always fly to the Maldives because when you get there, they'll give you a vaccine for free. Do you hear that story? Oh, good to know. <laughs> I was listening to this guy. Hold on. Hold on. I think a holiday is calling me right about now. Now, <laughs> for those who've just tuned in, we are chatting to DW's Chelsea Delaney. Um, she's with uh, DW in Berlin, and we are talking about that third wave in Europe, and it's uh, tough times, eh? Now, Europeans certainly love their summer holidays. We know that, and that, of course, is on the doorstep. Um, what does all this mean for the prospect of reopening travel for summer? I'm sure South Africans won't be allowed in there anytime soon because we're still trying to find the vaccine. But anyway. Yeah, I think this is becoming a really big conversation as we head into the summer months because for a lot of European countries, travel, summer, the summer holiday season is really important in all about 10% of European G- GDP. So economic growth comes from tourism. So especially for countries like Greece and Spain, uh, having a strong summer holiday season is going to be very important. So what we've heard so far is that actually earlier this week, the head of the EU, Ursula von der Leyen, said that starting in the summer, American tourists uh, will be allowed in if they've been fully vaccinated. They haven't really indicated if they're going to make that same offer to other uh, other tourists from other parts of the world. In part, this is a bit of a logistical problem. They need to figure out how to accept these vaccine cards that people get. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a, a technological solution at this point. So they're trying to figure that out. Uh, but the other The other big question is whether people here in Europe, Europeans, will be able to travel. And the EU is really putting a lot of hope on these vaccine uh, certificates. They don't want to call it a vaccine certificate. They're calling it a digital green certificate. Uh, But basically, this is uh, something you would have on your phone that would show whether you've gotten a vaccine or also whether you've gotten a negative coronavirus test or have had the virus and, and recovered from it. So the EU wants this to really allow for quarantine free travel for Europeans in the summer. Uh, yesterday, the EU Parliament actually approved this idea, but there is still a, a lot of uh, a lot more to do on that. As is the case with everything in the EU, the devil is really going to be in the details. And EU countries, while broadly agreeing to this idea, haven't really figured out what it would mean. And I'd say from the from the business side, what we've heard from businesses and yesterday from Lufthansa, the German airline carrier, is that they aren't quite convinced that we're going to see this big summer holiday boom. Lufthansa is only expecting to fly about forty percent of their capacity this year. So I think there's still a lot of uh, skepticism that we're going to see, you know, a normal summer holiday season here in Europe. Now, Chelsea, uh, obviously that is was my final question and that was your final answer. But what are, uh, I listen to your, your accent and you're American. You obviously have family in the US. When last have you seen them? Yeah, it's been... A year and a half, I guess. Wow. Summer, I mean, no, the Christmas of December 2019. So before, right before all of this began. 
Uh, and my yeah. family is is fully vaccinated now. I mean, pretty much everybody I know in the U.S. is vaccinated now, um, which is, I think, a little bit difficult <laughs> in terms yep. of like the FOMO, vaccine FOMO that I think a lot of people have. And I'm sure, exactly. I mean, in Europe, Europe's vaccinating much quicker than other parts of the world as well. So uh, it's a little bit weird, but I'm hoping to see them again soon. <laughs> absolutely. But listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll remain in touch. I, I have followed you on LinkedIn, I think it is, which is why I know you've been involved in, ah. in business and, and everything else. Um, I know you worked for a publication. Was it in the United States? So don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not just stalking you. I've just been checking to see professionally <laughs> what you've been doing. But, uh, Chelsea, it's been an absolute pleasure and uh, all the best. And I want you to stay safe, but I will be in touch. Thank you. Catch you on LinkedIn. <laughs> Absolutely. Chelsea Delaney there from DW in Berlin. It's